What's going on, podcast fam? Thank you guys for tuning in to another episode of The Drive. I have the most amazing episode in store for you guys. We went on with my friend Jasmine, someone who I met over social media. Her username is at journeyingjazz. And we dove into all the ins and outs of social media. We spoke about the mental aspect of it, how to build a fan base, how to be your genuine self, and all the mental aspects that come when you use social media for more than just connecting and posting pictures, but use it as a full-on business. So me, Philip, and Jasmine dive into all the cool aspects of social media, the ins and outs, the good and the bad. I hope you guys really enjoyed this episode. We actually filmed this over Zoom, and it was my first time using Zoom to do a full podcast so there's going to be bits and pieces where it cuts out um and that's just kind of us learning the the interface as a whole but jasmine's over in texas we're here in orlando florida but nonetheless it was a really fun episode so thank you guys for tuning in once again if you guys are enjoying the podcast by the way it would help me out tons if you go down below and give us a little five star rating or whatever rating you feel like we deserve um along with a cool little comment on what you enjoyed what you didn't enjoy all feedback is appreciated but thank you guys again enjoy this episode and check us out on instagram by the way if you haven't already it's at ricky hernandez and at philip underscore ashworth that's my host and enjoy we yeah. are um, we're here with journeying jazz jasmine welcome <laughs> thank you again for for joining us on on this yeah we're actually our first like actual host like this is oh i am honored yes this is gonna be good yes, yes, yes i'm host <laughs> our part two it's fine. yeah like this is this is a <laughs> special moment so thanks for joining us um give us a, a quick little introduction what do you what do you do on social media um and let us know what you're uh, what you're currently up to yeah so i am a content creator and a creative entrepreneur really so i am a photographer i'm a writer i'm a blogger um i love creating good marketable content for brands that match my ethos and what I believe in. And I'm also, um, I would like to consider myself just very blunt, honest, very much myself. My, I think my bio on my Instagram warns people like I'm real, I'm raw and I'm relentlessly like me. And that's just what I do. I love speaking my truth because I know that um, we need more of that in the world, you know, like kind of like you, you know, like you have certain things that are, you're passionate about and that you want to share um, that you feel like can give people value. And I also have things that I strongly believe should be shared in order to like help people get through, yeah. get through things, you know? So that's cool. Yeah. I think that's powerful. Currently, currently I am working on a project called Hunted for Hospitality um, with COVID and everything going on. We are feeding a hundred laid off hospitality workers a day uh, for a few days here in Houston. So I've been working on that. I, I'm so notorious for taking on way too many projects at one time. So <laughs> that's Same. just what I do. Same. But um, yeah, doing that and that's about it at the moment. How are you uh, going about that though? Like how does that kind of process look in terms of like- um, It's a little hectic. So we- Actually, the initiative was started in Austin and by a taste of cocoa. She's a food blogger. And I reached out to her and I was like, hey, I think this is amazing. I think that Houston needs this desperately. Um, and I want you to pass the torch to me and I will make it happen here in Houston. So 
we, I personally have reached out to many restaurants in the Houston area and connected with them and asked them if they wanted to be a part of this. So it's kind of, it kills two birds with one stone. We are feeding hospitality workers that have been laid off. And I'm also collecting donations and hundred percent of the donations go to the restaurants that are stepping up and being heroes in the community. So um, I'm not making any money off of it, but all of the money is going to restaurants that have been severely impacted by COVID because even though they're allowed to open up 25% um, here in Texas as of yesterday, like that, yes, it's better than being closed for dine-in, but also that means 75% of the hospitality workforce is still without jobs, mm-hmm. and the restaurant is also only making 25% of their dine-in experience in, in, um, in, in pay. Revenue. So, like, it's just, yeah. you know, it's a tough situation, um, but we're trying really hard to kind of give back in the community right now, and it's a little bit hectic. So obviously we have like Google form signups and logistics of everything and lots of emails and things like that. But yeah, it's, um, to me, it's, it's worth it. You know, if your why is strong enough, then that's all that matters. That's so. really cool. And you were able to build that connection through social media, like through yeah. that's sick. So that's kind of what we're, that what we're going to discuss on, on today's podcast, it's just a little bit of social media, how it's impacted our lives, the kind of growth, the mental how your mentality has changed on social because as as a lot of you guys already know if you've checked out um jasmine's instagram she posts a lot of cool shit she has quite the following and very much i can very much relate to being your your true and full self but i myself can definitely say that i was never i was i didn't start with those intentions it definitely evolved over time so i think it's a it's a great way to it's a great topic just to to discuss as social media continues to become and it, uh, this like, I don't want to call it a monster because it's not always negative, but it be, continues to, to grow into something that a lot more people are wanting to dive into for mm-hmm. business purposes, for whatever fame or following, whatever it is. So a lot to, to digest there. And, and like I said earlier, Jasmine and I actually met through social media. Somebody connected us because we have similar, uh, similar styles on, on what we share. So it was really cool to to be able to connect on that level. And I mean, we've only known each other for what, maybe two weeks now? Yeah, maybe. Two weeks. Yeah. And then here we are. So I love, yeah, I love it. That I love the most about social media, just being able to, to really connect with, with everything. So with other people from all over the world and just build genuine, genuine relationships. I mean, kind yeah. of like what you're doing now. Not only are you working with someone, but now you're helping so many people in the Houston area and it's it. powerful. Yeah. But I think it takes it takes time to get there. Oh, for sure. Um, it takes time to really understand the power and that it's at your disposal and that you can use it to reach out to people. But now I'm thinking through it as yeah. you're talking. And like when you have a small following, there's really no need for it because probably everyone that you're connected with on social media are friends and people that you already know, exactly. right? So like it doesn't occur to you to like reach out to a stranger because at that point you're still only seeing it as like, these are my friends and family. Like I can right. call them right. on, you know, or whatever. But once it starts to grow into like the thousands, um, it takes some exploring, you know, like, can I reach out to a stranger? If I reach out to a stranger, will they talk to me? Like, can we right. be friends? You know, like can something, so it's, I think it's more of like an explorative process, at least it was for me. And I remember like the very first time that I reached out to 
a travel blogger while I was in Peru and we just had a conversation and next thing you know, you know, we're, we're meeting up and she like brought me a little gift and like we spent the day together and I was like, oh my God, this is incredible. Like I want to do this in every city, you know, like this is awesome, right. but it takes some time to like warm up to the idea and I get it, you know, hundred yeah, percent. And actually that's kind of what I wanted to, to start off with. So give us a little bit about, you know, what started your, your official social media journey, your initial thoughts, what inspired you to oh, yeah. really get okay. everything going? Yeah, let's go there. Okay. So I was in the restaurant industry for maybe eight years. And, um, the last year of it, I was actually in restaurant management and I was managing one of the craziest, most psychotic restaurants there is to manage here in the Houston area because it's right across from the Houston Texans, uh, stadium. So it's always packed. Um, it drained me. I was a zombie. I hated it so much after a year I had made a good bit of money. I didn't have any time to spend it because I literally lived at the restaurant. I was working like 60 hours a week. And um, I bought a one-way ticket. I quit my job and I just left. And I, I didn't know if I would come back. I didn't know um, what the plan was. After I landing in Colombia. I just felt like I wanted to go, felt like called to go. So I did. And I ended up staying in South America for about a year and you know backpacking just living out of my backpack doing work exchange um and that's where it started so it started before like just before i left i realized that what i was doing was something that it was not unique to me like i knew that people that i knew felt this way were working jobs that were leaving them feeling unfulfilled and i knew that what i was doing was not something that or at least i felt like what i was doing was not something that you know everybody gets the opportunity to do but that people want to do so then i was like okay well why don't i just tell my story and so that's where i got the idea about the camera i started kind of just documenting it was never with the intention of like growing a following it was always with the intention of like I think what I'm doing is pretty unique and cool. So I want to share my story and hopefully, you know, somebody can get inspired or someone can be like, um, moved to, to do something similar. Um, and I know several people that have been, so that's really cool, but it started with just wanting to share. Um, and it's been a roller coaster ever since. Yeah. And that's, you know, it's funny, it's funny that that was your, your journey because mine was more so, and and it's, it's funny, it's embarrassing almost to say it just because I think so differently now. But when I started my account, granted, it was like friends and family, kind of like we spoke earlier, but then it evolved into fitness once I decided to start it, to start bodybuilding. But mine really started with the purpose of like being a sponsored athlete and like, (laughs) being part of a brand and blah, because that's what I was, that's what I was watching at the time. And I think for me, like in the beginning, I I actually did it with the intentions of wanting to like have a big following and and make money. Like my intentions weren't as, as pure as, as yours were when you were, when you started, like as far as sharing, which is like why it's embarrassing because thinking back at it now, I'm like, I'm so, they're so stupid to to start it that way. But 
that's but I love that you can work. admit that because oh, that's yeah. going to resonate. That's going to resonate. You're going to speak to all of the people that are feeling the same way. And oh, I yeah. can't reach those people, you know, like only you can. I think that's brave of you to admit. But oh, easily. I, I should all the time. Most people have that intention now, I think. Yeah. Oh, for sure. I mean, I, I've made a, a lot of um, a couple of Instagram stories before where I spoke about how. I, I was uh, I did an ambassador program with like a, a supplement company and like how that ended up going sideways. Like yeah, Philip mm-hmm. was there for for a lot of that. Philip was actually there when I started doing my whole fitness stuff because we both worked at Lulu. Mm-hmm. Um, but I started sharing that story more and more because I ended up getting burned by that whole situation. I was like, there's more to social media than just trying to get famous yeah. and like get products and stuff like that. And that's kind of when when it all evolved. Uh, when it all evolved for me, at least, and I started realizing like, okay, there's definitely more to social media than just getting followers and engagement. But I feel like it's very, it's very common now to want to start it with that, yeah. with that intention. Well, I think the difference between the two, like the difference that you guys share in common is the fact that it's very easy to want to like be on Instagram to want to be famous or like whatever, make money. The thing is, that's not a very good, uh, like way to go into something because it's not going to last very long. Whereas if you already have a passion that you enjoy, that's something that if you already enjoy it, it's so much easier to post and make things along the way about something you already enjoy because it's already a genuine interest of yours. Whereas if you go into it for the reason of like making money, like that's not going to last very long, you know? Right. So if you have an actual passion, it's so much easier to do that. It's not sustainable. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Did you yeah. find it that it was easier for you to get on camera because you actually enjoyed doing this? Or did you feel like you also had a rough time getting on I camera? was terrified. Is that <laughs> really? a joke? I was terrified. I, I hated, I still have footage of the very mm-hmm. first video that I ever shot and it will, no eyes will ever see it because it's so <laughs> embarrassing. It's so embarrassing. Um, and, but when I started doing photography while I was on the road, I started taking pictures of the, I was in beautiful, beautiful places. Mm-hmm. Like I was in mountains and like just backpacking all over these like amazing uh, countries. And I was taking pictures of everything around me and all of the people around me. Mm-hmm. And so it, I got comfortable with it in my hand and just like having it around before I ever got on the other side of the camera. So um, I think luckily like, I warmed up to it. It was definitely not easy by any means. It's a comfort thing also. Like it takes time. <laughs> it's, it's hard. But um, no, it definitely takes time. Because you, you know, it's like, I don't know if anybody's really used to having a camera in front of them all the time. Yeah. So, but, I, so going back to what you were touching on about starting with a brand and a purpose instead of starting with wanting to make money, I think the landscape of social media has changed so much, even in just the last three years that I have started doing what I've been doing. Like when you and I probably first started doing social media seriously and wanting to actually um, make money off of it or whatever, grow it. I think that no one really knew what was necessary. Mm -hmm. Oh, agreed. Yeah. In order to grow or to get the results that you wanted. But now you see it everywhere. Like there's like, 
uh, programs and um, influences that will teach people like how to build your brand first and then go after the money. So like now I think more people are jumping into it because it's more structured. But like you said, you started Instagram when like 2000, 2011, like a decade ago, like no one, <laughs> no one knows what the heck they're doing or like how to get yeah. money or how to get, you know what I mean? So yeah. I think that it's changing. Like more people are seeing it as an option because it's starting to look more like a business model of building the brand, um, you know, getting everything together and then approaching brands to get you know, sponsorships or whatever. Like it's starting to resemble something that people can actually pick up and like plug and play. I it's like a thing of time though, because it's like any kind of business structure. It's like the more time that goes on, the more people understand the dynamics of it. Whereas yeah. social media, like 2012 or whatever, like is still relatively new from the business point of view. So I feel like, I don't know if it's like me personally, I, don't, I would say a change as much as people just understood more of like what needs to be done to get to where they want to be yeah i I agree and honestly though it's that's that's what i was trying to get at before as well it's just like the the evolution of it i mean there was a a podcast with um with bradley martin he's one of he's a really popular well-known guy in the fitness industry now because he kind of started like the whole viral video craze i mean his most viral video was him jumping out of a pool from like 10 inches or 10 yeah like eight feet deep i mean up to the top of the pool like it was a crazy video and it and it went viral and he said you know he was talking about how he started instagram around 2011 as well and how it was just like nobody knew the power that social media was going to have all the way through but yeah. i think that's when it's it's when people jump onto social media now they don't realize how much you can go into it as far as like the followers and the engagement and it's like you kind of now you kind of have to and again this is my opinion you almost have to pick an avenue on how you want to approach this. Right. Do you want to get on social media to build a business? Do you want to get on social media just to share and have a hobby and a passion? Um, I don't know if you if you have multiple Instagram accounts, but I know I do. Like I have my podcast one, I have my original one, and I have a, a, a book club one, you know? And as funny as it is, the one that I have the book club on one, I share it with somebody else. So I make content for that as well with purposes of wanting to grow it and connect with more people. But my buddy Chris, who I who I work on that Instagram page with, he's constantly telling me like, Ricky, it can just be a, a just take a picture of a book. Like it doesn't have to be edited. It doesn't have to. And it, in my and the mind, photographer in you is like, no. Yeah, and like, <laughs> the, the content creator in me is like, I need better lighting. And even Phillips, I mean, yeah. Philip helps uh, helps me create content for for our page as well for the Instagram page. Yeah. And I had this talk with him too. Yeah. And then someone's <laughs> having the talk with me, you know. So it's like. Jumping on social media now, it's like you have to. Gary Vee did a post about it. A, a I couple, love a Gary Vee. He's great, and he did a post. Uh, Stop treating your feed like it's a it's a mural or a gallery or an art gallery. And I get that, but when you're building a business, you need it to look a certain way. Gary Vee can say that because Gary Vee's at the top. Yes, yeah, I agree that hundred percent. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like, but when you're when you're building a business, it needs to have an aesthetic. Yeah, on it does. It does. People will land on your page and give it approximately like three seconds. Mm-hmm. And if the first six images on there aren't pretty and they don't do one scroll and it looks appealing to them, they're not going to follow you. They're just exactly. not. Unless you have Gary V number of followers already, right? Like I mean, once you hit a certain 
point in your follower account, then you can start posting whatever the heck you want because you already have people that have bought into you and it doesn't matter. But when you're building, it does matter. And I've considered that too, you know, it's like, but because my feed looks very aesthetic and edited and like looks like a photographer took these pictures, right. I have to be very careful. And that's why I feel a responsibility to be as real and raw as I am because I tell my following all the time, like these pretty pictures are not real life. Yeah. Like they're nice. And I, and I do it to, right. I do yeah. it so that you guys can enjoy looking at my feed and like, it's aesthetically pleasing, but that doesn't mean anything. That is not a reflection of me as a human or me. That's social media in general, though. I think it's a, a big thing about social media that people tend to forget is they they always uh, put their lives in a comparison to what they see on social media. And it's like, I mean, the thing is, I think people, because social media is so new, uh, I don't think the average person would open a magazine, see some like Dior ad, and this woman in this like beautiful dress, and think like. Uh, I'm I'm a slob. I don't look like her. Like, no, no one would do that because like they're used to seeing magazines and like advertising. Social media is so prevalent and it's so new. Where like it's so easy to go through 20 photos that you know you forget they spent the whole day taking that one photo, and then you think like, oh, my life's not that way. And it's like, well, no, like get to remember like that photo probably took maybe three hours to get, or like you know it took whatever. Live somewhere to take that photo. Yeah, no, I agree, and that's the thing. I mean, on. On social media, I feel like we've capitalized on, we have a good balance on creating good content while also making sure that the following that we have, the people who do show love, support us, like, comment, all of that stuff, know what's really going on. And, and I battled for this for actually the better part of a year now. And, and I remember having this conversation with Phil. I, when I started working on, on YouTube videos with, with Scott and, and Adam and all these, I had a, 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 real, a real big battle between I'm RMH Fitness, my fitness account on Instagram, or am I just me, my yes. a videographer who, who yeah. works out and body boats. And it was a clash all the time. Like, I would ask him all the time, like, oh, man, I don't know. Because like, I would post pictures, like photography stuff. And, of course, the engagement's not there because it's not what people tuned in for. So yeah. I really struggled because I'm like, man, I'm not getting the engagement. How will it look if somebody else is, if somebody else looks at my social media, like, you know, you start like really overthinking and, and, and it becomes like this whole other really annoying thing versus just being an outlet for you to be able to play post pictures and have fun. Right, so right. That's why there's that double, that it's that double edged sword between business and also trying to enjoy yourself and then finding that middle ground of being your genuine self in a way. And I do agree with you. Like you do have to build it up to a certain level where you're good. Like it's almost like you're, you're taken care of. And for me, that level was recently once, once my income started coming strictly from social media stuff, from YouTube stuff, I was like, you know what? I'm, I changed my name from RMH fitness to Ricky Hernandez. Cause it was my name, my brand. I can post whatever the hell I want. I post a photography. If it gets 10 likes, if it gets 6,000 likes, it doesn't matter to me because I've reached that level where I'm just like, right. I'm fine. Like if a brand wants to work with me, they're going to work with because I am who I am on social media right. through my Instagram stories, through what I post. But that's the, the kind of mental game that social media can kind of play with you, especially if you're jumping onto it from a business point of view as, a, as somebody who wants to build an income. And there's things that you have to realize, you know, and it's what we talked about before. Like it's very easy to jump on social media and, and buy followers now and buy engagement. <laughs> like the easiest thing I get junk mail all the time about it. And 
a lot of people assume that that's the key to success when it's not. You know, and, and it's the quickest way to failure, actually. Oh, easy, easy. That's yeah. why I don't do. I mean, we we had a discussion previous to to recording to recording this now, where we were talking about you know shoutouts and what that looks like. And in all honesty, like my, I make fun of it all the time on my Instagram stories. The the fake questions on my question things, like <laughs> I, oh, I talk about so it all bad. the time. Yeah, like I I joke about it. I'll even tag the person who's spamming my <laughs> inbox, which I did. I sent Phil a screenshot yeah, yeah. of his message. And he's like, oh, I can make this happen for you too. I'm like, I don't want this. You think I want to spam my followers with six of the same things that say follow so-and-so? Hell no. So awesome. Yeah. I'm like, dude, <laughs> unless Instagram physically sends me a check <laughs> yeah. for, for it, I do not want any part of it. And that's why it's such a mental game because now it's a matter of what you determine success on social media. Is it a big following or is it a small following oh. and having money come in? Cause that's my, that's how my mentality changed. I went from, you know what, I would, I would, I'm okay with having 8,000 followers. If it means I take home, you know, 300 extra dollars a month or whatever that looks like, you know? I, I do think that everything has recently changed though, because brands were going for, for very large influencers. And that's now right. that those large influencer platforms aren't bringing in as much engagement anymore and they're super, super costly now they're looking to people with under 10,000 followers because mm -hmm. they can get away with paying them less and because their engagement is super through the roof compared to somebody that has a million followers, their engagement is going to be super low. Oh, yeah. So all of this stuff, the, the social media landscape is constantly changing. So, and that's another thing that can get really exhausting is like when you are using social media and you are expecting to make money off of social media, you have to understand that it's not as easy as posting a few times a week um, and then just like letting it be like it's a job. It feels, it feels when I got into it and actually decided um, to try to get it to grow as much as I could, as quickly as I could, it felt like a full-time job. I was constantly either editing a photo, writing a caption, engaging, DMing people, um, I was always doing something on it every day. And so, and keeping up with trends, keeping up with hashtags, you know, like all of this stuff, like that's the first thing that I will tell people, um, is that it's, it can be tiring. So make sure it's what you want to do because it's still a job. Mm -hmm. Just like you would expect anything else to pay you. No one's going to pay you for nothing. You have to do, you have to work for it. I think for a lot of people, the issue is though, uh, the job is just like accessibility. Cause you know, you, if I wanted to let's say open a restaurant, I can't just walk outside my house, and open a restaurant. Like there's a lot of prep. There's a lot of work to do that. Whereas social media, like I can just go on my phone, download Instagram, start an account. And then in theory, I'm starting my brand. But the problem is it's not that simple. There's a lot to it. And so you have a lot of people who really don't know anything about it, but they assume I see this guy who posts photos. I can do those photos. Therefore, I'm going to be famous like him. But again, that's like me going to a Michelin star restaurant and assuming, well, I can cook. So I must, this must be super easy to do. Like there's, yeah. there's a huge gap in between that people assume that you just jump over that gap and then yeah. you'll be there. Exactly. It's just lack of, it's what we were We talked a little bit about this before. It's just like the lack of Gosh, like not to, to come off as like a complete <laughs> asshole. I do this every podcast. I'm like, not to come off as like a 
Yeah, fuck you guys. <laughs> like, disclaimer, like, disclaimer, I'm an asshole. So. Yeah, like, no, to be real though, like, how many in the field, in the field that I, that I work in with, with some of my other, with some of the other YouTubers, like, I, I talk to a bunch of fucking artists, like, I, I from all over the world, and, and, and Phil has heard some of the conversations, and, and it's like, guys who are like, yeah, man, I, I've studied, I've studied the game, like, <laughs> I've, I've done a million and two marketing courses on social media. Like I deserve to be big. And I'm like, I okay, deserve, cool. He's yeah. like, I just don't have the engagement. And then you go on their social media and it's like, they post a picture of like their knife and, and that's it. And no caption. Fair, I think their opening line is I studied the game. Like, <laughs> oh, I love that. I studied the game. I was like, listen, I can watch Tom Brady throw a football 8,000 yeah. times. But then if I don't know how to throw a football myself, it doesn't mean I'm going to be successful. But you know what? I love it. I love I love pe- that people think it's easy. Oh, That's sure. why. Like, yeah. think it's easy and start it. And, like, you will learn. Right. And that's the best. Like, if you think it's easy and you start it and you make it through, like, kudos to you. But most people are not going to. Like, they're going to start it. They might get to, like, I don't know, five to a thousand, 500 to 1,000 followers, and then they're going to give up. Yeah, exactly. So I it's mean, like... It's great that people think it's easy. I please, by all means, take a stab at it because it's a lot of consistency. But you know people like that. You know people who started it and then you know burnt out on it and gave up. Oh yeah, easy. I mean, and and the the funny thing is, like when I tell people my story when it comes to how I'm I'm in the position that I'm in now with like YouTube and 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 everything, like a lot of people don't know. Like I I worked three retail jobs once. I've worked a lot of retail with Phil. Like mm-hmm. Phil and I worked in, in just about the same amount of stores yeah. for about the same amount of time i've worked from from 2012 to 2018 was retail working as as little as one job as to as many as three jobs and even while i was editing videos i was still working two to three jobs and again i started my instagram 2011 so it's been yeah. nine fucking years so is social media your sole source of income now yeah fully and it's taken nine years to, to get to that point. Like I started, my channel. yeah, I started my YouTube channel years and granted, I'm not getting paid for, I'm not getting paid for, for YouTube, like on my own, I'm working with other people, but it's still like my main source of income, but it's taken that much time right. to, to build up, you know? So it, it, a lot of people just think it's like a quick process of jumping on social media, posting pictures and boom, you're now Instagram famous, making a whole ton of cash. Yeah. Without realizing the work that goes behind the but, behind stuff. Yeah, I love it. It weeds it weeds people out. So like, I'm all for it. You know, like. Yeah, like, get out of the saturated market. Go. <laughs> but it's true. Being, the whole engagement thing is true. Also, I think a lot of people have this mindset of like the number dictates like your income. Which, like, for example, there's like one YouTuber I watch with like a quarter of a million like subscribers, right? But yet he one time was like made a video about basically how he doesn't sleep like. A side hobby like he still has a full-time job he does this like you know when he gets home from work and his whole purpose of the video is just to say like hey it's not as hard as well, not hard but he was just feeling like you know it's not it's one of those things where if you put your mind to it you can do well and his whole point of the video was that in two years of me doing this i've made like a hundred and thirty thousand dollars just because his engagement is super high um but again like if you think about it this guy has a full-time job he does this because he enjoys it like you know it's a passion of his and then because of it, he's made an income that is some people's income for a whole entire year. And for mm-hmm. him, that's just supplemental income. Yeah. You know, doing a hobby he loves. 
I don't people, I, I don't, I can't. <laughs> I don't know. Sunday. I don't people. Um, I sometimes don't people. Um, so I just don't think that people are self-aware enough to know why they're doing anything. Mm-hmm. Like, and I think that's where I, I maybe had a little bit more of an advantage because, because I was so self-aware was that I quit my job and went to go backpack in South America. So like a level of self-awareness was already there of like, I'm soul searching and I'm trying to figure myself out and I'm asking myself why all the time. But like people don't ask themselves why and people don't know themselves. So it's like um, my, that girl that I told you about when we were talking before we started recording um, that asked me to post on my stories about her new t-shirts. And I asked her, well, like, why, what is your, what is your goal? You know? And she texted me back and she was like, well, I didn't, I didn't really think about it. I I don't have a strategy. And I'm like, you need to know your why and your why needs to be strong enough to carry you through all of the hard work that it takes to actually be successful. Exactly. I mean, why is very important? There's a good book that I read, uh, start with why. Oh, Simon Sinek. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So if you've read the book, like basically, you know, he uses like, uh, his head talk one time, like Apple as if you know, an example where it's like, you know, a lot of companies do the the what, which the what's like make profit. Whereas the why is like, we want to make the best computers possible. And then as a result of it, we make profit. But it's true. It's like, if you go in with the why instead of the what, uh, it's so much easier to carry the passion through. Whereas if you do what, like, I mean, you're gonna lose interest after a while if your only goal is whatever you're yeah. to make money. Exactly. So yeah. let's let, let's dive into advice then. Like, what what advice would you tell someone who's looking to start a career in social media? I uh, straight up, if somebody walked up to me and asked me oh, that yeah. question right <laughs> now, I would ask them why tell me all of the reasons why you want to do this and if somewhere in there i don't hear like to help people or to share something valuable then i'm going to be like don't do it right you know like not everyone not everyone needs to be a social media influencer and i and i would definitely the advice that i would give is know why you're doing it and make sure that it's strong enough and be prepared to work and also like network your ass off like you've never networked before on and off social media but mostly on like understand the power of what you have in your hands and use it to its full potential because it's the only way that you're going to see the growth that you want as quickly as you want Exactly. I would and add be patient. Be patient. Yeah. Exactly. I would add consistency and patience. That's yeah. really like those are the, the two biggest things. Because I think as long as you are patient and consistent, you kind of find your way along along your journey. At least that's what happened with me. A, a lot of ups and downs, a lot of times where I was consistent, where I was a little inconsistent. So it's a matter of it's a waiting game. Like you can't be impatient. As soon as you get impatient, that's when you do the bullshit that we spoke about earlier, buy followers and all that. It's all about the why though, like I said, because there's so yeah. many people I see who they they literally use social media as like um, an ego boost, you know, because it's like they, they want to be like 
someone they look up to, which is not a bad thing. I understand if you look up to someone, you want to be that, but uh, you have to have more of a why than just like, yeah, I want to have a bunch of followers like forget about myself because I noticed that all those people who do that are always the ones who eventually get burned out and then stop doing it because well, they're like, I'm not famous because I post photos, you know. And not only, not only do they burn out, but I do think that it causes a lot of like mental instability. Oh, I agree. There's yeah. also, I, I mean, it's also like a whole different topic itself is, you know, mental health with social media because I don't think it's a healthy thing to, I mean, you have to understand what it is. And sometimes, like you said, it can cause instability if you are approaching things for the wrong reasons. Yeah. I agree. That's just a whole mind. That's just a whole mind fuck. If you don't like get a hold of yourself from time I would, to time. I think I would add that is like, make sure that you have self-esteem mm-hmm. enough. To and like, like, have, like give yourself time to, to like step away from it. Like just like be able to walk away. You have to detach. You have to detach your self-esteem and you from it sometimes. Like you can't attach the two. A self-esteem to like the numbers. Yeah is not i mean i always think like stuff from your your ego and your personality from like work like don't take things personally and it's just when it comes to like online like i was saying uh you know to him i was like growing up like you know i was younger and playing video games like you hear some of the worst things said to you when it comes to uh like people on video games like all the horrible things they would say to you in high school like People say, like, oh, die in a car crash and all this stuff. <laughs> and, like, you know, yeah. Oh, I mean, like, I've heard so many bad things. But my point is, like, never once was I, like, oh, my God, I'm so offended. Like, you just have to remember that at the end of the day on the internet in general, like, it's so easy to say horrible things to other people. Yeah. You can't heard, hate yeah. someone says to you personally. Like, yeah, it might be upsetting to see that. But, like, you can't, like, obviously if someone who says that has their own issues to deal with, like, you can't take that personally and let it get to you. I could, yeah, I could totally dive into that. Even just getting perspective from, from uh, the point of view of like Scott, who's been doing this for years, and just like all the hateful comments that he gets as somebody who's yeah. been experiencing for so long. Um, I, I've only had one person that like was relentlessly like so mean to me, and I was just like, block. Like, <laughs> yeah, not, like, the power of block. I've, I've, <laughs> I've had blocked a few people. We're recording. We're staring right now. Um, for anybody listening, I'm sorry. Zoom has has forty minutes of, of record time, and we talk a lot. So wait, can you just stitch it together and like edit? Yeah, the- but yeah, it's yeah. just I think it's funnier if we give them like the background. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we're all about honesty on this Yeah, yeah. I'm not here to do professional <laughs> edits. <laughs> I don't get paid by for this. This is this I'm is not a videographer, or whatever. Yeah, exactly. No, I'm like the worst. If I'm not getting paid for it, I'm just like, oh yeah, just, like, just put it up there on YouTube. It don't matter. Um, but we left off talking about like the mental aspects of social media, uh, little things like needing a break, blocking the hate. And I was, um, I was talking haters. about haters. Yeah. <laughs> haters. Um, and I was talking about how I've kind of seen like the, the really intense side of that working with other YouTubers who oh, yeah. this for, for quite a while and how it gets like really intense and how it starts affecting you mentally and just like in all aspects of, of, of your relationship, um, with other people, because you know, I, th- I think, and, and Philip had mentioned this about like going on and playing on like Xbox and stuff like that. When there's that barrier where people don't see you, yes, boy, whatever. <laughs> when people don't see you, they can they can become keyboard warriors and and go yeah. all out. And you know, I've uh, I've gotten 
threats on social media of like one dude threatened to come and beat me up. <laughs> he was like, give me your address. And I kid you not guys, like the reason he wanted to beat me up was because I guess my physique wasn't good enough or something like that. Like he had mentioned that I was trying to show off and I, I wasn't even that big. And I was like, uh, why does this upset me? I mean, I remember also like even without like, like social media, like when I worked at Apple, I worked in the part of the store where people like had issues and needed to have fixed. And for me, it's like, uh, double camera. <laughs> but for me, it's like, um, That's him. so many people would like come in mad and like, you know, tell me like F you and like screw this phone and all that. But like, I took it personally, I'd be like a wreck. You know, for me, it's like, they're mad at something that has nothing to do with me. You can't take that personally. And that applies right. to social media too. Like if someone like you don't know randomly says like, you're a piece of shit, like go kill yourself. Like, yeah, it's really mean, but they're saying it because they have issues themselves. Like you right. can't take some random person's words and like take it to heart, you know? Of course. And I think that that comes down to just emotional intelligence coupled with self-confidence and self-esteem. And that's another reason why I would definitely tell someone that wanted to grow a social media account. Like your self-esteem has got to be rock solid if you're going to be mm -hmm. able to take critiquing from other people and also emotional intelligence enough to not attach yourself your sense of self-esteem to all of the numbers so it's like yeah you it's you have people. to yeah like but to me like mental health and emotional intelligence is something that i am so passionate about and value so much because your mindset is everything what you believe about yourself and about other people is everything and when you can when you can apply empathy in those kind of situations because you understand fully that the people that are leaving hate on your page is only because it's overflowing from their own sense of like self-hatred and they don't love each they don't love themselves and they're just not happy then like that's the level that's like the yoda type level type shit that you need to get yeah. to so oh, really be able to like take it and like and fully embrace and understand everyone regardless of whether they're loving on your page or hating on your page or whatever it's like you're still a human and i know you're like going through some shit like how much shit do you need to be going through internally or in your life in order for you to like take time to leave hate on my page like i i feel and i think gary v actually just made a video on this but like it's so true like i feel an incredible amount of empathy and like at first I feel bad for them. Right. Right. Because I'm like, man, like you're miserable. Right. But then I'm just like, like, I still, I love you as a person. Cause I've been miserable too. I've dropped hate on people's pages too. I've hurt people too. Like that's me before I grew into my emotional maturity. So it's like, people are hurting. That's the bottom line. And so like, you have to understand that and no, and, and not take it personally. Right. And be yeah, like, exactly. I don't care what anybody says. Like, I love me. It's fine. They don't know me, right? right. So, like, exactly. whatever. Yeah, you have to have, like, this certain level of just, like, confidence going into this. And even if you have to, one of those things where, like, you fake it till you make it sort of thing until it's yeah. becoming more comfortable. Because, I mean, I remember you and that guy, I sent him a DM. And I was like, dude, what's your issue? Like, what's your problem? And he's like, oh, it's because you're, like, a fucking poser. And I'm like, I'm not <laughs> posing. I was like, it's, I'm, I do bodybuilding. And I was like, you don't have any posts on your social media, so therefore nobody can comment on anything yeah send me a picture of you and he was actually like ripped and i was like okay you look great so like what's your problem <laughs> yeah. I, I honestly didn't understand but at the same time like you know what like 
it is what it is. Like I'm not gonna I'm not gonna dive into into this conversation any further because there's yeah. no like if you're gonna go and hate on people, then go and hate on people. Like clearly there's something up with you yeah. in your life, but I just it, it goes back to what I said earlier on, like you got to help yourself. Like if you're in a tough spot sometimes and like you need someone to talk to, then, then reach out and, and ask somebody to, to talk to and, and share and vent or whatever it is. But for you to go out of your way to leave some hate on my social media, just because you have shit going on, like, but you have trolls it. also, like you have people oh, who, for sure. I agree. Like, yeah, some people have bad days, but then you, there's plenty of people who like talk smack just for the purpose of trying to trigger you. Like, you know, it's good to feel bad for some people, but you also have to remember, like you can't, go out of your way of like, oh, I feel bad for this person because I just always have people who say nasty things because they get like enjoyment out of like saying bad things to people. It's it's not necessarily that I feel bad for them. And yeah. like, so you know what I do sometimes? I actually like, if they have a page, I'll go to their page. Mm-hmm. Um, if they have pictures of like themselves, I will go to their page and I will look at them. And I literally like imagine if this person is sitting right across from me. Mm-hmm. And then you just like, punch them in the face. Every <laughs> no, like, would you still be able to say the things that you're saying to oh, me? Oh, um, most, yeah, absolutely yeah, most not. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, you would, you, I would be able to literally probably feel like just the lack of self-love and like the lack of like confidence and the lack of self-esteem and just the sadness like seeping out of you because you can pick up on all of those things when you're in a room with somebody, right? So like, if this person is sitting right across from me in a room as opposed to writing stuff on my page, like. So it's not for everybody. Yeah. Social media is just not like some people try really hard to, to try and, and do it, but it, it just goes much deeper than like, than posting pictures. Like it really yeah. does. Like there's a lot more of a, of an emotional and, and mental connection to it all. That's why it just doesn't, it, you know, I was talking, I was having a conversation with somebody about this a couple, a couple of weeks ago, and they were very much trying to make it on social media. Um, and I remember talking to him, we were grab, grabbing drinks. It was actually with Phil. We were downtown with Phil, my cousin and, and my friend. Um, and he was like, no, no, I just, I just stop. Like, ah, there's no, like, I just don't care for it anymore. Like, I didn't want to do the influencer thing. And I was like, oh, really? But you were like, so about it. Like, what happened? And it's just like, the work behind just got too much or like he wasn't seeing results. Like the patience wasn't there, whatever it is. And like, that's why a lot of people don't make it. It's just don't, they just don't have the the resolve to really want this for themselves. And they almost think like, it's just going to come or they can't deal with people not liking their stuff or, or whatever it is, you know? But I think when, when you get into this, when you get into social media, you have to remember that it's, it's kind of like what fitness is like, it's much more, it's just as much physical taking your, yeah, taking pictures and and, and the maturity level there as it is mental, you know, and that's what I like about personal training. At least it was that not everybody wants to go to the gym and lose weight. Like in all honesty, I'd love to sit here and watch my 600 pound life and (laughs) eat Cheetos and how like, I love fucking Cheetos, but I still have to go work out because it's, it's my goal is to be a pro bodybuilder and like that's what I want. So I have to force myself to do these things. Yeah. Um, and that's that mental that's that mental awareness that you need to have when you're doing stuff. I do think that I do think that it can teach people valuable things about their about themselves because it taught me a lot about myself too. Like my, like I said, my my whole time on social media has been a roller coaster. There's been times where 
I have felt like shit about myself mm. and I have felt super low and I've questioned like myself, my self-esteem has been on, you know, it's like, it teaches you so much about where your weaknesses are and about how you can be stronger emotionally, mentally, um, whether it's, you know, meeting, meeting those goals of like posting every day or being a consistent, like it can teach you all of those things, but it's, it's a tool, you know, it's not just like a tool to make you famous. It's a tool for learning. And I think that if you approach it that way, then, you know, you, you might have a chance, but it's not like the get, you know, like lose 50 pounds in one month, like, you know, yeah, the magic get, <laughs> tricks. like that's right. not how it works. Right. That's why I feel like coming into it and something that we touched on earlier, coming into it, you have to decide what you want to do on social media. Is yeah. it, you want to, to be a, cause I have, I mean, we have a friend who wants to be like a, a blogger, mm-hmm. you know, and like, I don't, I know nothing about Our, how to become a blogger on, on social Our, media, but she just posts pictures of herself and cute outfits and like holding a Yeti, you know, like, I'm like, okay, like that <laughs> looks nice. But like, what, what does a blogger do? Like you write about your experience. That, that's where like the, the influencer. Exactly. Exactly. And I don't go, I, I by no means ever call myself an influencer. I, I'd rather say content creator because I feel like that's more literal, like making. Yeah. Content, that's, yeah literally what you content. do. Right. So I feel like you have to decide what you want to do because a lot of the times it's like, okay, cool. I want to be a, a, a fitness enthusiast or fitness influencer. I'm going to post pictures of me working out. And I'm like, okay, cool. But like, what's your brand? Like, what are you, right. what are you aiming for? Are you aiming to help people lose weight? Are you aiming to model workout clothes? Like, what are you doing? That word's kind of like confusing also. Like, I mean, I'm not a fan of that word personally just because, well, it doesn't really like, well, I, I joked with, you know, Ricky, I was like, you know, uh, if I was a professional pianist, I wouldn't be like, I'm a, I'm a professional influencer. Like, no, yeah. if you're, you specialize in playing piano, like you have a specialty that you do a profession that you're in. Right. Just like, you know, on social media, it's like, you know, you could be into uh, bodybuilding, photography, like whatever. Like, you know, I think a lot of people who get into it, they want to be an influencer, which is great and all, but it's like, what do you want to influence? With? Like, you can't just say, I want to be an influencer. You have to have like, some sort of tool or avenue that you can influence people with because taking photos of yourself like might be easy it might be fun but it's like you know a lot of people who are famous yeah they have photos of themselves but there's a lot more to it than just like here's me you know yeah that's why it's such a mind fuck though like the other day i took a picture because i have my friends um they have an instagram page called it's kings and queens and they do like fitness apparel and stuff like that and I just met them recently like just recently started connecting with them and they did a like a 30-day challenge where the challenge wasn't based around fitness it was just more so based around picking a hobby or something that you want to do for 30 days that brings you fulfillment and I thought I was like oh that's kind of cool because it's a fitness brand that. that sounded really cool yeah I was like okay it's a it's a fitness brand but they don't want to specialize in just a fitness yeah. challenge which I was like okay I can get behind that I think that's pretty cool and I took a picture of myself because I, I recently got a, a new guitar and I made a post about how I get really obsessive when I get new toys, essentially. It's a really bad habit. <laughs> really bad habit. Like, I get so obsessive That's with it. not everything. bad. That's not a bad thing. But I took a picture of myself and my guitar because I was going to make a post describing what I was doing for the 30 days, which was practicing the guitar more and writing and journaling more. Yeah. Um, and I took the picture and I remember, like, going in and, and fixing the lighting and shit. And I'm like, I'm literally, like, I just took a picture of myself playing guitar that I'm going to post on social media. 
what? Oh, yeah. <laughs> we're sorry. We're like chatting back and forth, and, and Jasmine's laptop's about to die. Uh, how much time you got left on your laptop? <laughs> I'm at 4%. So. Oh, 4%? Oh, that's. Like five minutes, five minutes. Okay, five. cool. All right, done. Um, but anyways, yeah, it's just a mindfuck because I took a picture, I edited it, I edited it, 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 words. Um, and then I was like, I'm about to fucking post this. Like, it's just a picture of me fucking play, <laughs> pretending to play a guitar. Like, you think about like the literal sense of what you do on social media, and it's fucking stupid. Like, it's yeah. so dumb what we do. Do you have a TikTok? Huh? Do you have a TikTok? I do have a TikTok, unfortunately, <laughs> but I don't disclose with anyone unless they find it. Uh, <laughs> I know we can follow each other. It's like the stupidest thing ever, but oh, but it's so fun. It's, it's more so lighthearted. Fun, yeah. It's so much more lighthearted than Instagram, and that's why I love it. I can do anything on there. Like, <laughs> I mean, it, it's fun. It's funny. I laugh. Like, it brings me joy. Right. Like, I don't care. You know, like it right. does. It's not as carefully curated as an Instagram feed, and so there's so much more freedom there. But I love it. <laughs> exactly, and it's just like the literal thought of it. You're just like. There is definitely, even though I love it and I have my mindset kind of like wrapped around it, there is still sometimes this little question of like how self-absorbed. Right. Well, I think it's a, it's a balance of like, like I said before, like you don't want to fall into that person. Who, right. Right. You mean it to boost your ego. Like sure, it might feel good that people compliment you and say these nice yeah. things, but then you don't want to continue on that path of like i'm now doing it to feed my ego like you want to yeah. keep doing what you were doing before and then like yeah it feels good to have these people say these nice things but then you don't want to change your initial reason why you started which is yeah which is i could talk about that all day too yeah <laughs> <laughs> all right uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> just, uh, just so, so for anybody that's listening we've been like on and off zoom today for, for like four times it's like the worst zoom podcast that i've ever done <laughs> it keeps it you know what like I, I think it's funny though like I, I like doing stuff like this because unlike social media where sometimes i can i can definitely be like overthinking and stuff like this the reason i love doing podcasts and 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 just like recording things like these like these is because it's more genuine you know like it's it's literally just a conversation and i don't listen to many podcasts myself funny enough like i have a few that i'll touch on every now and again but the more real everything sounds, the more engaging I think it is. So that's why I like this. Um, yeah. So with that being said, Jasmine's laptop has like a 4%. So <laughs> I guess we might as well kind of wrap it up now, huh? Yes. Might yeah. be, this is it. So I think we should wrap it up with maybe like final thoughts. Um, you already told us what you were doing over in, over in Houston. So if you want to share a bit more like the social media pages that people can check you out on. Um, yeah, so you guys can check me out at Journeying Jazz um, on Facebook and on Instagram. If you guys want to learn more about the project, it is in the link in my bio. Um, check out the link in bio. Okay. And <laughs> um, what else was I going to say? Yeah, that's about it. So I am actually going to be doing a workshop soon on how to actually grow a following. And, but more importantly, why it matters, like, why does it even matter? And I will kind of be touching a little bit on stuff like this, but, um, actually giving practical advice to people on how to grow their following. And I think that's where you start to weed out some of the people that like, they see all of the things that it requires. And then they're just like, okay, I don't want to do it anymore. So if you think that you want to take those steps to start to grow your following, 
um, follow me on Instagram and I will be announcing soon when I will be doing that workshop. It will be sometimes this month after all of the things, all of the, all of the other things. That yeah. I'm doing. <laughs> That's cool. There's a, a, a 10,000 subscriber limit though. So if you don't got over, <laughs> if you don't got over 10K, then you're just not invited. <laughs> so, Sorry. Yeah. That's so awesome. That's so cool. I mean, I feel like, uh, stuff like this is, it's easy to talk about like with social media, but there's a different mindset when it's coming from somebody that's running a, a business um, from it, which is why I, I really wanted us to, to jump on here because we share a lot of the same um, same thoughts and experiences on, on social media and, and just what really goes on. Um, and then Philip is the voice of reason outside of social media <laughs> who, who can uh, level level it out whenever it's uh, whenever it's getting too hectic. But Jazz, thanks for jumping on for yeah. all the inconveniences of Zoom. For those of you listening, yeah, exactly. We'll get it better next time, <laughs> eventually. I was the guinea pig. It's fine. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. You were the first guest, so sorry. Every every guest after you is going to get a little bit of treatment. But <laughs> Well, that means we'll just have to do another. That means we'll just have to do another one. Exactly, you're the you're the foundation of it all. But we'll wrap it up here, guys. Thank you so yeah. much for listening. All the social media accounts are going to be in the link below, in the show notes, and then on YouTube it'll be down in the caption. That's it. Thank you. Guys. All right. Bye, Jess. Bye, guys. Good chat. Till next time. Till next time. Bye.